all the all the players and the coaches for that matter uh, that participated yesterday um, learned you know had good learning experiences um, you know we did some things well there's certainly some things that we need to correct and a couple chase cases just make adjustments too and so that's you know that's part of football too like that that comes up a lot there are a number of things we need to do better but hopefully we can learn from some of the mistakes that we made yesterday collectively as a team this is betql daily presented by fanduel sportsbook with the joes joe ostrowski and joe Gilio from betql Big NFL news coming down this hour. Cam Newton has been released by Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. Thanks for checking out BetQL Daily. BetQL Network Live in 12 markets across the country. Odyssey app and twitch.tv slash BetQL. Twitch.tv slash BetQL. Joe O here. Joe G there. Joe G, let's uh, let's go out to Boston. I mean, let's find out what everybody's doing out there the reaction the betting market clearly reacting as the odds go from 10 to 1 down to 5 to 1 for mac jones to be the offensive rookie of the year nesson's very own sam panianovich here you can follow him on twitter at sp shoot at sp shoot his claim to fame back when he co-hosted chicken dinner he still does it but uh he used to do it with one joe ostrowski what's up sam I just had somebody ask me if mac jones at three to one for rookie of the year was a good bet <laughs> Come on. Second I'm not, I'm favorite not already. I'm not kidding. I believe three you. to one. Three to one at one place, three fifty at another, four to one in the third. You mentioned FanDuel, five to one. Woo. I mean, like, if if you're reacting now, you have missed the move. I hope you understand that. But you know, before we get into anything else, let me say this. Before the books adjust this, you can still get the Patriots to make the playoffs at FanDuel plus one twenty six. That's the best price in the world. Everybody's reacting to Mac individual stuff. I think mm-hmm. you have to look at the team stuff now because this opens up their entire offense. I swear to God. I mean, it makes the whole offense better. They're going to throw the ball more. McDaniels and Belichick have been running two offenses at training camp. They've got the wishbone when Cam was in there. And when Mac's in there, they're in the spread. They're, you know, three receivers. They're, you know, running guys uh, all over the field. It's a much different offense. And this whole entire attack, is going to be unleashed. I don't care that he's a rookie. He can actually throw the ball 15 yards. He makes quick decisions. He's accurate. This offense is going to look a whole lot different with Mac Jones. Sam, it sounds like you were impressed with what you've seen out of Mac so far. So I've watched him a little bit the preseason games. I'm here in Philadelphia, so I watched basically the whole time he played against the Eagles a few weeks ago. I've been impressed. Like I watched him, and I was like, oh, he's ready. I think he could play at the NFL level, and you know, we'll see how he does when when it's real. And the game started. They're trying to trying to hit him for real. But I, I was impressed. It sounds like you have been uh, pretty impressed with what you've seen so far to Max Jones training camp preseason. I think you really have to pay attention to you know the way that he handles his preparation. And you know Dante Hightower comes in and says, "Wow, like Mac actually came into the defensive leadership room and asked, like, where can I be better?" Um, Matt Slater, who's a time captain in New England, is like, "This kid's got the sauce." Like, he's for real. So when you start to see the vets say stuff like that, um, especially, you know, knowing full well that Bill's plan as of the draft was to start Cam, you start to read between the lines and see some of these quotes and how serious he's taking his prep, uh, how good he is in the room. You know, McDaniels has obviously got a good rapport with him. But when you see the vets in New England start to go, yeah, this kid's the real deal. Uh, you start to pay attention. Now, look, are they going to win the Super Bowl? No. I, I, I don't, I'm not going to get crazy here, but um, 
Mac Jones comes into the NFL ready to play quarterback. I mean, he plays at Alabama, 40, 50 passes a game, throwing against LSU, throwing against Georgia, playing against some good teams. Yeah, he had a bunch of talent with him, but he really could have won the Heisman last year. I mean, would anybody have fought you if you said Mac could have won the Heisman or should have won the Heisman? They gave it to his teammate, Devontae Smith, but Mac was just as good. So, um, obviously, you know, college and pro a lot different, but uh, this is a guy who's going to come in here, and I was really impressed, the Joes, with his ability to, you know, if the first read's not there, take the second read. He's a very quick decision maker, and, and that's something that you can't really say about Cam. Cam would stare down the number one target on a route and then spike it in on the turf. And you're like, what's the point? Like, if they're trying to win with a rebuilt offense, they revamp the line, they bring in Hunter and Smith, uh, Hunter Henry and uh, John R. Smith, rather. Um, you know, the defense, you bring in Van Noy, you bring in guys like that, Matt Judon. This team is ready to make the playoffs, and they were a quarterback away. And now the bad quarterback's out of the way. Well, if they're ready to make the playoffs, I'm wondering about the division. You could still find them as the third favorite at plus 360. Obviously, the Bills are the runaway favorite. Uh, Josh Allen, I think he's going to regress some. He's still going to be a top quarterback, but he's going to regress some. I don't know that Diggs can do what he did one year ago. Would you uh, put anything down on New England to win the AFC East? Mm, I don't know. Buffalo is going to be tough to beat. Um, I still think their combination of quarterback, coach, and coordinator is the best in the East. And even if they regress, they could still win, you know, 12 games. <laughs> that's, that's the truth there. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not going to run and, and jump to bet the division. I think the best bet on the board team-wise is still to make the playoffs. I mean, yeah, nice. could they win the division? Of course. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm not there yet. I still think the kid's going to have some growing pains. Uh, you know, now the conversation is, like, I've got 10-1 to on Mac, Offensive Rookie of the Year. And I'm like, oh, man, now I hate it because everybody's on it. You know, that's the way I'm wired, even though I got the best number in the world. I'm starting to worry about, you know, the, the adjustments that they make to him because it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a long season for a rookie quarterback, and that's, that's the reality. But you talk about a, a team and a scheme and a coaching staff. Uh, who's got a better situation than this kid? I mean, you look at Jacksonville. Oh, God, is that team a mess. Chicago, they suck on the offensive line. And Matt Nagy's still calling plays last check. Uh, Trey Lance, probably not going to start for the first month of the season. I like um, Zach Wilson, other... Sammy. I like Zach Wilson. Yeah, Zach Wilson. Yeah, he's in a good spot. He's in a good spot. Yeah. I still think personnel and coaching better in New England. But no quarterback has a better situation, I think, out of the gate. The only other player that's still enticing, and Joe, we talked about this months ago, Kyle Pitts is going to get a lot of targets in the red zone in Atlanta. Um, that's a guy you could have found 12 to one, you know, three months ago, that number's long gone, but of all the guys that are in a, uh, a position to succeed, Max right near the top of the list. Sam, any uh, guess on why Cam Newton was cut? I mean, they could have just made Mac Jones the, the starter. I mean, they didn't have to get rid of Cam Newton to make this move. Do you think this was a case of maybe Cam didn't want to be a backup and they, and they parted ways, maybe more under the surface there. It's, it's kind of interesting, quarterback battle, and then not only does one guy get the job, the other guy loses, loses his job. Cam's a very selfish cat. I think, I think if you read some of the reports over the last couple of weeks, you know, he was unavailable, right? He didn't get the vaccine, so that, that sort of upset some teammates because it's about reliability in that room. You know, you guys are going to war every single day of practice and every single Sunday in the game, and, and if you're not sure that your guy's going to be ready to rock and ready to roll, 
I think that's a problem. So I think the leadership was an issue. The unavailability was an issue. But really, at the end of the day, for Bill, who's going to give you the best chance to win? And he has been very, very clear that the best man will win this job on the field. And from mm-hmm. all the film we saw and all the routes we saw, Cam, look, like Cam lit up the Eagles, but the Eagles were down how many D-men in that preseason game? I mean, how many guys didn't play? Five or six? Like, it wasn't, it wasn't the Eagles' starting defense. Not that they're great when they're at full strength either, but this came down to three things. You know, the leadership, and they don't think that Cam is the guy in that room anymore, and they don't think he's going to handle a second fiddle role all that well. Uh, he was unavailable. Uh, for a stretch of time, and that could lead to future unavailability down the road. But the most important issue is that he's not the best quarterback on the roster. And and kudos to Belichick for figuring that out because it's not an easy decision to make. Bill decided that this this guy gives them the best chance to win football games. And I'll tell you what, I was thinking coming into the first month of the season, this will be an under team. You know, I'm going to play them under in a lot of these totals. It was 45 against Miami. I don't know that that's the case anymore because this offense is going to play hurry up. They're going to go up tempo. They're going to do a lot of stuff. No huddle. Um, This has gone maybe from an under team to an over team. It's exciting. Uh, Week one game you just mentioned, total of 45 between New England and Miami. Patriots are favored by three at FanDuel Sportsbook right now. Uh, What do you think this did to the market? What what is the value? Is uh, are the Patriots? more valuable is cam much more valuable i rather is mac more valuable than cam how do you think this is going to play out before we get to this game i think we'll learn a lot in the first month but on the surface you know i'd say there's probably a a one-point adjustment the right way i was talking about this with ed samus at the westgate he said we've thought that cam was done for a couple years so when they make the move We'll probably knock it up a point. Um, obviously, you know, New England-Miami game, you're not going to move it from three to four. But I think odds makers that know what they're doing, if the Patriots were supposed to be a three-point dog with Cam, they'll be a two-point dog with Mac. And, and you'll make those adjustments going forward because the power ratings never really sleep. You know, you're going you're gonna to be moving things up and down, left and right all the time. But that's a guy where, you know, it, it's just so obvious that he's going to do different things on this offense. I mean, like Cam, Cam couldn't throw a five-yard in, a 15-yard slant, or a 30-yard fly. Like, he couldn't throw any of those passes with accuracy. Mac can do that. So, I mean, like, I don't know that you can exactly put a, a number on that or you can say, all right, well, this total should be three points higher. But the offense is better with Mac on the field, and they will score more points because – it opens up the running game, right? I mean, if, if Cam's in there, you're in the bunch formation, you got two tight ends, you got an extra lineman, whatever. You know, you're, you're running essentially that, like, St. Rita offense from the 1960s. And, and now you're, <laughs> you're running the spread. So it, yep. it's just a whole lot different, man. And, and that's, that's really been the takeaway that when Cam was in there, they're doing one thing. When Mac's in there, they're doing another. So I'm telling you, man, like, I have gone, like, full flip on this in the last – three hours, I, w- I was thinking under a lot early. I was thinking 20 to 17 week one. Now I'm thinking hey, this might be 28-24 just because they're going to be throwing the ball more. And, of course, that plays into yep. Mac might throw an interception, a pick six. Like There will be more points in these games with a rookie quarterback one way or the other. 
Sam Paniadovich from Nesson. Make sure you're following him on Twitter at SP Shoot. Sammy, appreciate the time, especially uh, with the breaking news. Let's do this again. Talk some NFL futures before the season starts, all right? I will be ready, buddy. All right. There's Sam Paniadovich. Good stuff from him. Uh, with the breaking news that Cam is out, Mac Jones is in, and now he's the second favorite for the offensive rookie of the year. A lot going on because on the uh, NFL a little bit more and today's MLB card. Also, pro better Zach Price will drop by in about 25 minutes. Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio keep it locked on to BetQL Daily presented by Fatal Sportsbook. We're going to head to regular season games. Um, have you made a decision on who will start at quarterback in the regular season opener? Yeah, no, we we still have a lot of decisions to make. What are you hoping to see in the next couple weeks of practice, Bill, before that first game from the quarterback position to help you make that decision whenever the time comes? Yeah, well, we'll be focused on preparing for Miami, so that's what we'll do. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Yeah, the voice of Bill Belichick, they're preparing for Miami with Mac Jones as their starting quarterback. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, Joe O, Joe G. We're presented by FanDuel Sportsbook right here on the BetQL Network. We will get to some AFC South discussion on our best bets for that division. And there was big quarterback news in that division yesterday, but that pales in comparison to what we just found out a few minutes ago. Breaking news confirmed by Adam Schefter of ESPN. The New England Patriots have released Cam Newton. So there's a lot of angles, Joe, we could get into here for the next few minutes on how this impacts the market. But just, just I mean, a, a market that it, we're watching evolve in front of us. So as it happened last segment, Paul mentioned how this will impact the rookie of the year uh, and how he he saw it moving the number. So yeah. I hopped up, and as soon as our segment was over, I took it. I took I, I have Mac Jones. I have a 7-1 to one ticket now on Mac Jones to win offensive rookie of the year in the NFL. But as I did it, I was watching the number move, and as soon as I, I finished my wager, it has now moved down to five to one. Mac Jones is now five to one to win on FanDuel offensive rookie of the year. Lawrence plus three fifty, Mac Jones plus five hundred, Fields plus six fifty, Lance plus seven hundred. Zach Wilson moves down to plus seven hundred. Mac Jones is, is the Patriots quarterback. There's that angle. Cam Newton is no longer employed by an NFL team. There's a lot here. There's a lot to talk about. Ten to one to five to one. Odds cut in half based on opportunity in week one. And maybe that opportunity was going to be there all along. We just weren't privy to the information that Mac Jones is going to be the week one start. Don't you think that's the case? That's got to be what happened here behind the scenes. He's the guy or he's the guy in week number two. Very, you, you, Cam, you're on a very short leash here. Just so you know, I want to let you know where I stand. And I would appreciate that for my boss. I think most of us do. Let me know where I stand. Sure. Don't keep me guessing here. So that's going to be fascinating. But um, with, with this odd shift, uh, you, you mentioned how it was moving with Jones, and he is now the second favorite for the offensive rookie of the year. Keep in mind, he, he did have a very strong preseason. So that's clearly part of it. But his performance in the preseason didn't cut his odds. What it is is, oh, you're the QB1 to start. Now I know 100%. There's not much risk in betting on you before the season gets going. We also had some other guys drop down a little bit here on FanDuel Sportsbook. No movement in Trevor Lawrence. He uh, sits at plus 350. So Jones is second favorite at plus 500, as you mentioned. I, I was uh, pleading. I was hoping for a little bit of value for Zach Wilson. And we, I saw some in the last few minutes during the break. He did go down to plus 700. 
So tied for the fourth favorite at plus 700 is Zach Wilson, who you know is starting week one, and Trey Lance. I find it fascinating that the uh, uh, non-starter is your third favorite in Justin Fields at plus 650. And especially with this finger issue, what we think, a non-starter tied for the fourth favorite, Trey Lance, who's tied with Zach Wilson at plus 700. And we've been going on and on about all the boxes that Zach Wilson checks. Playing time, New York media, weapons on the outside. I... I understand why you jumped on Mac Jones and you got value. That was a good play on your part, but I feel even stronger about Zach Wilson and we're inching closer and closer to the number that we uh, had before uh, these exhibition games. I wonder how much, and look, we're, we're, it's a unique year. There are five first round quarterbacks, five quarterbacks that we think at some point are going to play. Maybe Trey Lance plays the least and maybe that he has to wait a year to really take the reins, but five first round pick quarterbacks show they're going to play. It, it makes a unique rookie of the year debate and market and, and to bet into all this. I wonder how much team success is going to separate these guys. I wonder how much that will play into it now because they're all going to put up similar numbers. Like, I don't think, I, I can't imagine one of them is going to have 5,000 yards or, or be so, so, so much better. Maybe, I mean, I think one might stand above, but they're probably going to be similar ish, like their ratings, their pat, whatever. Is team success going to, going to push it over? Cause then that's where the mm. Mac Jones push makes some sense. Well, you're dead. You're dead set. You're dead well, set I mean, that they're going to be the second best team in the AFC East. I think they're going to be a good team. I think they're going to yeah. win 10 games. Yeah, I, I thought that even, like, whatever they were going to do a quarter. I know you did. So if he wins 10 games, Zach Wilson wins six. Even if Zach Wilson has a little bit better passing numbers, I, I don't know. We'll, I mean, we'll find out when we get to the end of the season if that impacts who gets the vote. All right. Yeah, this is fascinating. Okay, let, let's say you're going in blind. You did not get a Cam Newton bet in before the break there. And we're looking at the current odds on this Tuesday morning at 1026 Eastern time. Lawrence plus 350, still Mac Jones plus 500, Justin Fields plus 650, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson plus 700. Don't have any wagers already in. What are you doing right now? I would take Mac Jones, but I like Zach Wilson. I like the Zach Wilson. I will take Zach Wilson with a little bit of extra value. And if you like Justin Fields, wait. Because if two or three of these guys put up some big numbers in week one, that field's number is going to go well into double digits. And I can't wait for it. Um, The Cam Newton angle, Joe. Cam Newton is released here. We just touched on a little bit a few minutes ago. Cam Newton's future in the NFL. Does Cam Newton have a future in the NFL? So your guess is that it was a conversation between, between Belichick and Newton. He didn't He didn't want to be the backup, so he said, all right, you can go home then. I mean, it could be a number of things. Yeah, but I just wonder, yeah. like, look, and we were going to get to the AFC South. Um, we know there are quarterbacks in the NFL who remain unvaccinated. It becomes a team issue, right? Kirk Cousins, we've, we've already gone through the protocol thing with him. Now, now Carson Wentz going through protocol. Joe, it seems like, and uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like what happened last week with Cam Newton was, was – um, our sign that he is unvaccinated. I, ju- I just wonder if these teams aren't going to want this. Like, like the, the Vikings can't get rid of Kirk Cousins right now. He's their quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's expensive, right? He's, they got to deal with it. The Colts just traded for Carson Wentz. They got to deal with it. Do the Patriots have to deal with their quarterback they're going to replace in October anyway if he's unvaccinated and missing practice? That's like, I can just it. see Belichick saying, I, I'm, done. I'm not doing this. So, um, yeah, we've been addressing this throughout uh, training camps. That If you are a fringe player, if you are even a backup, right? If you're a backup, get out. 
get out. You're not going to ruin things for us. And the NFL is going to keep moving. They're not waiting around. They're not going to shift schedules every week. We're not going to see Wednesday afternoon games like we saw a year ago. That has not happened. The schedule moves on. All right? You can't take care of your, your situation with your players. They're not getting vaccinated. They're messing around. Law, get out. We don't care. See, we're going on. We're having our season. We learned that a year ago in, uh, when, the, when this was still going on, before we had the vaccines. The NFL wasn't playing. And uh, so that has not changed at all. It's going to be worse for some teams this year. Um, we're going to see probably some teams. I don't know if you want to call it forfeit, but isn't it going to be ha- happening in both college and maybe the NFL level? Yeah. I mean, and the NFL, the NFL lays this all out there pretty, pretty easy to understand. Like, this is the way we're going to do it. And we're moving on. And you're either you're with us or you're not. And Cam Newton's not with the Patriots right now for who knows what the reason is. I wonder if he plays again. I wonder if Cam Newton latches on with a team and plays again. I was just. Yeah, so I'm I'm thinking, how which teams that actually have a chance to compete this season, and maybe it ended poorly. I think we're going with that assumption here in New England. What about Cam going to Florida? Is that an upgrade from Tua to Cam? It's certainly, it's certainly it's interesting. I I, I don't know. I he, can he throw anymore? Can Cam Newton throw? Can Tua? No. <laughs> Let's get two quarterbacks who cannot throw the football. All right, let me throw another. Let me throw another one out, Joe. There's a, there's one NFL franchise that always takes on a player with a name that might not be in a, in the way he used to be anymore. You know what I'm talking about, right? What team has a, a, an issue at quarterback that they're worried about his health? Which team cannot lose games with Ben DiNucci this year and Cooper Rush? DiNucci just got cut today. Well, well, but whatever, who the backup is. <laughs> Doesn't Jerry matter. Jerry Jones, which... go get yeah. Cam Jerry Jones as a backup to Dak mm. Prescott. That would, that would Cam go there as a backup? With the, puts the star on, waiting for Dak to get hurt to take over the Cowboys. I think he would. Hmm. I mean, unless he wants. He doesn't. He doesn't want anything to do with the Texans, right? Why would he? To go there and get pummeled for fifteen yeah. or something. I mean, you want to play? Here, go play. Play instead of Tyrod. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the other logical spot for him. I can't see the Colts doing it. I mean, they have, they have the issue with Wentz right now, and they have a couple of young quarterbacks. Maybe the Colts behind Carson Wentz. Oh, I don't really see that happening. Yeah, I can't imagine Wentz would love that. Yeah, I, Wentz and yeah, no, there's no way. There's no way. I don't think that their uh, vaccination number was was too high to begin with. Well, they have issues right now. They've, they've, yeah, they've, they've on the COVID list. Uh, by uh, the way, uh, yeah, and their center, which is huge. Um, I'm looking just to see. Do you expect any movement week one? Miami, New England, rookie quarterback under center. In which direction? I don't know. That's the question. There will be yeah. an adjustment. They're probably yeah. just going to follow the money and see where the, and let let that uh, bump the number. I do wonder if. Mac Jones versus a, a good defensive coach. That's a tough, you know, tough first chore. Brian Flores' defense in the first game there, not easy. But this is exciting. This is a. I wonder is Cam Newton the biggest cut today? He's got to be, right? Yeah, yeah. Here's uh, here's Michael Lombardi 15 minutes ago on Twitter. When it comes to the Patriots, you you know he's never gonna gonna go after uh, the sure. management side of things, and I'm cool with that. Uh, tough decisions are called tough for a reason. And he, and he did just mention fully expect more surprises and trades over the next 48 hours. 
watching the tape never lies. Can, when, when Mike Lombardi tweets, do you hear it? You, do you hear it in his voice now? I do. Like after because we've talked to him a bunch on the show, I can hear yeah. him hear him saying these things to us on the show. <laughs> Is that like kind of cadence the way he speaks? I, I can I, hear him. The tape say, never lies. Say what you want about that man. When he's on the score in Chicago, when he's on the BetQL network, I stop and I want to hear what he has to say. Oh, he's great. That's why we love yeah. having him on. Um, but he's probably yeah. right. We're a bunch of trades. This used to happen on Saturday. Am I wrong on that? I feel like the cut down day used to be Saturday. What well, used to be before the preseason was over? Uh, it used to be <laughs> yeah. a Saturday. And now it's like there's a, yes. a Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever the, this has to be cut down by. I, I guess the NFL is making it an event now. Guys losing their jobs. Let's make that an event too. Not only schedule. Sure. Yeah, I know. I mean, they. it's amazing. I, I don't know what the first one was when they realized. I guess the draft on ESPN way back in the day on the Saturday. Right. Saturday. But like whenever they realize everything could be an event, it just changed. I mean, it changed everything. Like every, yeah. you're right, it is an event. I'll be following this all day long. Who got cut? Who didn't? Uh, my buddy Sam Panianovich covers sports betting for Nesson out in Boston. He's going to be joining us uh, coming up at about five six minutes. So I'm curious about his thoughts. He, he's been tracking every single day because they're talking about it every night on uh, the week one starter for the Patriots. He can uh, speak to all the line movement. How much of a surprise is all this? What was the expectation? So I'm looking forward uh, to talking to Sam coming up in a few minutes about that. Man, Boston radio is going to be fire today. My guess is they're happy. They are so happy, yeah, right? I, I remember listening a little bit last year. Cam Cam didn't mesh with a lot of the, lot of the hosts up there in Boston. Like they just... I mean, look, it's a di totally different kind of personality going from Tom Brady to Cam Newton, different skill level. One guy's washed. One guy keeps winning Super Bowls. But, yeah, like I, I imagine they're happy. This is kind of like what people in Chicago are waiting for. You want to turn the page. You want to move on to the rookie quarterback. Why? Yeah. Why are we waiting? Come on. Let's go. What, what are does, we waiting does for? Does it make the Dalton thing worse? Does it make it worse? Are you watching Dalton in week one? That Mac Jones is playing? <laughs> I got news for you. You're going to be watching Dalton in week one because it's going to be the only game on television. Thank yeah, you, I NFL. I, I oh, <laughs> you, you can't wait to watch it just so you can laugh at me on that Monday morning. Uh, yes, I can't wait. Well, I mean, both, both of our teams are going to just going to outright suck. I mean, what are we talking about? Listen, Eagles over. I, I, I've been telling I've been saying this for months. Uh, I do think that, um, yeah, that, that's kind of a brutal Sunday night game. All right, coming up on the other side. We will talk to who do we have again? Sam. Sam Panianovich. Sam Panianovich, Nesson uh, in New England will join us to talk about all things. Cam Newton getting cut. Mac Jones as the starting quarterback. A lot left to do. Joe Giglio, Joe Ostrowski. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, right here on the BetQL Network. FanDuel Sportsbook is hooking up new users with enhanced 30 to 1 odds for the first big college football game of the season. That's right, pick either Georgia or Clemson to win, and you could turn a $5 bet into a $150 payday. I love Georgia to upset Clemson in the first game of the season. A big game, one we could see it down the line again in the playoffs. Sign up, make your first deposit to kick off the college football season on America's number one sports, where there's no better place to bet college football. Then FanDuel Sportsbook. So make the most out of the college football this week with enhanced 30 to 1 odds on Georgia versus Clemson. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code BETQL so they know we say that's promo code BETQL.
Must be 21 and over and present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued at non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. In Tennessee, call the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. 